I gotta think a lot of livestock. They're not they're not fast moving. And a per- peregrine falcon is one of, if not the fastest birds, right? It is the fastest creature on the face of the earth, short of human beings and in a jet plane. And you want uh, it to be the size of a dragon. A dragon. As your pet. Real big fuck off bird. Hello and welcome to The Answers 11, the smartest icebreakers from the dumbest dudes. Today, I am joined with your God of Odd Connor. Yes, that's me, here to bring all of the oddity and strangeness that any conversation could want in excess. And instead of any guest today, I am your humble host, Evan. So, it's been a while since we've recorded, and I want to get into it right away. Starting with a story. Well, maybe not a story, but an opinion. Connor, we need to have more spunk and romps in video games. Like, we don't have enough of the just playful ridiculousness that I experienced by playing a PS1 game from 1999. You're talking like uh, like a Billy Hatcher kind of vibe? Or like the monkey balls where they're just like ooking and eking constantly and... Just having a great old time. Yes, I could definitely do something with that. But I want to tell you about what is uh, spurring this one. It is a video game called Threads of Fate. Uh, Basically, you get to choose from two characters. You can play as Rue, a mysterious boy, or Mint, a spunky girl. Ooh, these are are strong choices up front. They are. They are. And I have completed both of the storylines today, and I have opinions. Uh-huh. And uh, the opinion is Mint is the best, but I will get to why in a second. So Rue is the canonical uh, storyline. So he's very typical anime protagonist. He's cool, quiet boy whose sister figure uh, gets murdered right in front of him. So he spends the next three years figuring out ways to resurrect her and uh, also learn his past that he doesn't know anything about. Oh, you find out that um, basically one of the ancient gods created him. He's a robot whose only destiny is to resurrect that god who died. Um, and okay, you find okay, out, okay, okay. No, no, and you find out that the, the, big, the big bad guy that was on Earth is another doll who is your brother. And it's a whole story about autonomy and free will and all that nonsense. Okay, have we got? Have we reached the point where I can ask you a couple of questions? Uh, fire away. There are no clarifying questions during the podcast, but this is technically not the question portion of our podcast. So go ahead. Okay, so the god made a robot. Yeah, we made a, a bunch robot of them. to resurrect a different god. No, to resurrect him when he died. Ah, so he was like, I'm aging and I need some security. Life insurance isn't going to cut it. What I need is a robot army of children who will resurrect me when I kick the eternal ephemeral bucket in a couple of years. Yes. Okay. All right. That is pretty mysterious. 
I yeah. mean, once you explain all of it, it stops. Yeah. It, it, like all mysteries post yeah. explanation. There That's you go. Kind of the end of that. But, but it, I can it, see why that that mysterious lack of past wasn't just like, I don't know, kid, you just you don't remember from when you were three and younger. And that's just kind of what yeah. being a boy is. No, he he woke up in a crypt and was like, what the fuck's going on? I'd have no memories. Oh, this lady's nice and she's going to take care of me. Oh, no, she's dead. I'm going to go try to bring her back to life by finding the world's most powerful relic. That was also the relic of my creator. So oh. it's very, at least in 2023, kind of expected as a storyline. Like, I still enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. But, it, he, you know, he had the kind of brooding and he was overly nice. And it's just, you know, very, very typical. Yeah, he did bring back his sister and stop God and everything. But I didn't have as much fun with him as I did Mint, whose story is she is a princess to a kingdom, gets um, basically kicked out of the lineage, is like, hey, you're too much of a brat. You need to, you are not going to be the, the queen in, in the future. So you she gets be, kicked. You've got to bring some really serious brat vibes for yeah. a royal family to go a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets kicked out of her home, of her homeland. And so she immediately goes, well, fuck you. I'm going to find the most powerful relic and then uh, dominate the world. And then the hits never stop. Mint basically drop kicks 60% of the people that she meets. That's a she, really strong ratio. She fights a thousand year old dragon wins and then goes it's cool though man you can be my slave when i rule the world and he goes <laughs> that's pretty dope girl i will do that and she just through her sheer inability to say nah i'm not good enough for that it's just like no fuck you i'm gonna get this done she drop kicks her way through the universe and kills god herself Whoa. We need more romps. <laughs> we need more mints. She was so delightful. I just, everything about her was just so much more, yeah, I'm having fun. It's, it, it's, uh. And Rue's just like, oh no, melodramatic story. Mint, yeah, fuck you, little sister who's making me eat pumpkins. How dare you? I'm going to conquer the world and then make you scrub the toilet. And so she did. Yeah, she she never she never grows as a character. She saves everybody out of sheer. Well, it's getting me the relic. She's the best. I absolutely love her. It sounds like like you're mostly correct. Uh, I it, I do imagine that the drop kick she started the story with was not as powerful as the one that felled a thousand year old dragon. So that's growth. Oh, don't worry. She drop kicked. Well, she tried to drop kick God too, but he didn't have a body. Ah, a God so powerful that not even a drop kick could take it out. How how did she take out this God? Uh, she took her sister's magic and then just made this giant like giant like crystal shield and then blasted it and the energy that the god was shooting at her back at the god mm, classic mirror shield kind of situation yeah it was, mm. it was great her like her answer to anything was well fuck you i've got magic and then immediately like in people's homes in in 
people's homes who are like letting her live there and take care of her she's pulling out her rings to shoot magic at people because they said like they looked at her sideways the best the you're best going, you're you're saying that spunk is her cardinal trait i mean that's what i think that's what the story said she, said she was she's got a lot of chutzpah chutzpah i'll say she it does sound like she has in in spades but i just i that's what i want to see more of it was it was a it was a delightful romp hmm. i just i want to see that more in video games i don't play video a whole lot of video games i don't know what like modern day video games are like but i hope they're like this in the future because it was fun you know i'll tell you i could probably do a little bit more spunk in my video game diet as well uh after all of the uh fear and hunger and all of the uh binding of isaacs in my history i think what do i have next on my docket i tried playing papers please have you ever heard of this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike has regaled me with it. It's another miserable game. Why do you keep trying to punish yourself? I stopped. Just have fun with video games. I quit. I did quit Papers, Please. Congratulations. Because it turns out that a game designed to acquaint you with the bureaucracy of fascism requires a lot of bureaucracy. And I didn't. I just couldn't care enough to get past like the third day of living un in a fascist government which i don't know if if that's the point of the game to get Probably. you to stop playing but or at least to dislike fascism i guess i do dislike fascism so that's good that's good okay yep congrats bare minimum but i'll, I'll tell you yeah i think that's that's a a sign that even though I've heard really good things about Papers, Please, uh, that I think I've exceeded my intake of misery <laughs> in video games. That's that's totally fair. May I recommend playing Threads of Fate, where you can meet uh, Rod the Blade Star, an up-and-coming blacksmith whose best friend is Johnny Wolf the dog. <laughs> I do like a blacksmith with a dog friend. Yeah, he... he's very cool. He has a very fancy boat that he gets pissed off if you call it a boat. He's got long flowing hair and rock hard abs. If you want to fight him, you got to pay him a hundred bucks, but we'll give you a thousand if you win. Sweet. And how drop kickable is he? Oh, that's how Mint gets to fight him the first time. He's like, I, hey, I don't fight little girls. And she drop kicks him in the face. And he goes, I see you've got a lot of heart. Let's fight. <laughs> uh, that was not the drop kick of a little girl. Yeah. Hopefully uh, he great. learned something about underestimating uh, women. Oh, they became best friends. It's great. Just drop just drop kick everybody and you'll become best friends. <laughs> yep, that's exactly the kind of messaging we want to send out to the youth of the world. There we go. And the other thing that I want to send out to the youth of the world is be sure to ask your friends and loved ones the most important first question of the night, which is in this example, Connor, how you been? Uh, I'm doing pretty solid, man. I finally figured out my living situation. Nice. Uh, I've left fear and hunger <laughs> behind me because I've I finished that so thoroughly. Uh, I'm not spending yep. any more time on it. Uh, yeah, I've been, you know, uh, on the topic of video games. Uh, Please. <laughs> I have really been enjoying watching the Let's Play of um, Slay the Princess. I, don't know I know nothing about that. Ah, so... Uh, it is, I don't want to give too much away because it's very fun to watch it unfold, but okay. it's 
there's not a lot of like hacky slashy rooty tooty shooty kind of gameplay to it it's just a narrative thing and you make choices for your character but okay. the idea is uh you open up and a narrator voice says uh you are on a path in the woods to a cabin uh in it is a princess who is locked up inside you need to kill her or the world will end cool 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 I feel like that's kind of a cut and dry question there. Greater good. Uh, uh yeah. Well, you know, it, 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 that. it turns out, turns out there's more to it than that. Oh no, she's cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, is that, I mean, is that actually yeah. it? Oh, obviously, <laughs> obviously she is cute, but that is not all that there is in addition to what it is in the first place. Oh, good God. Even right. more than cuteness. Uh, but that's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, uh, you find that on regular Eyepatch Wolf's YouTube channel, and so I've been enjoying that as well, in addition to knowing where I'm going to be living and getting ready to move and not have to live in half a home. Yeah, that that is that is much better, but I'm not going to ask you about it because I don't really feel like doxing you on our podcast that two listeners listen to, so no offense yeah. about that i'm not going to ask your your new address or anything <laughs> yeah yeah we'll we'll work out those details later uh what i will tell you what i've learned tonight uh is i've had a misconception corrected i think uh i had to google it to confirm that this was not true and i had it under authoritative uh source that uh mormons will help you move if you ask them that's not true i'm pretty sure now pretty sure they won't i used to think that if you just asked mormons for help with stuff that they were like obligated by their faith to help you out so if you were like hey i need to install some tile in my bathroom would you help me they'd say yes i might mention the lord and savior while i'm doing it but i will help you if that is something that you want me to do that i don't I th- i'm pretty sure is totally wrong now pretty sure yeah. i'm i'm sorry for my complete lack of any speech on this audio medium but i was confused what why would they help you like unless they're a really nice person that just feels like helping a stranger and not assuming that it's a way to get get them in your house so you can then do i don't know murdery things to them <laughs> well i, I thought I thought that it was just a religious tenant that it was like you, you don't turn down a person who asks for help. Uh, and I had I got this information from a former member of the Church of Latter Day Saints, and I maybe that was just something really specific that they did and their family did. Is it is it just an in joke of just like hey let's let's show the 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 people who aren't going to heaven how they're not going to heaven and thinking that we're cool guys. I, that being I think, said, I that's think, also the lamest freaking joke ever. So <laughs> no, I think it's better than that. I think it's the funniest prank you can play on a church that you leave to okay. say, <laughs> uh, Hey, just, just go ahead and ask people who are in that church to help you move your furniture. Yeah. And it d- be confused when they say, no, thank you. Why would I do that? I just, it also from the little that I've seen on the Reddits, um, people who leave the Mormon section of the faith 
tend not to care for it in in hindsight. So maybe it is kind of a a, a punked situation. Mm. Well, Wild. luckily, I have enough social anxiety that I didn't just knock on the door of the house a couple of houses down on the street from me, which I know to be affiliated with the Mormon church, and say, hey, you lift my furniture in a truck, please? We'll be here tomorrow. I googled, how ask Mormon help move? And the results that came through were like, people in the Mormon church can ask their church for financial assistance. And I'm like... Uh, Mormon no. labor request, and they were like, "Here's what Mormons think about pregnancy." And so Free, eventually, when freemormonlabor.com, uh, when when my my searches weren't turning up anything fruitful, I realized, oh, that that's not something I'm going to pursue any further. Bad news is, I do need to hire somebody to help me move now, which I hate having to do. That's a bummer because. I saw how quickly your wife was like, hey, Evan, can you go help Khan move stuff out of the U-Haul, please? Mm-hmm. So. Mm -hmm. And that was just a couple things moving it into yeah. this house. Yeah. And I'm not even Mormon, and I said yes. Yeah, well, luckily, luckily, you've got different religious <laughs> pressures encouraging you to help move things. Also, a way too long history with you. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. how you been? How have I been? Uh, I've been well. Uh, end of the end of the year uh, is here, so work is uh, downturning before it gets real wild in uh, Q1. As far as you know, an office job gets wild. My supervisor's stressed, so I feel bad for her. But other mm. than that, things are dope. Um, I'm finally over a nasty cold that I've had since. <sighs> weeks grade. weeks no no the cough is still here the cold <laughs> is gone um finally kicked that so i'm back at the gym and doing stuff i played video games a bit the thing i do want to bring up is i met some really cool artists in the time since we've spoken last which is really cool um one of my new hoodies is by a an artist who goes by rascal inc uh, um and she makes the coolest screen printed hoodies uh, where she just does like designs in weird spaces. Cause like when you think of a shirt design, it's like right on the breast, just a big square design on the breast or maybe yeah. something on the back where she yeah. does stuff on the hood, up the arms. I bought a skunk uh, hoodie. I think the art was called a dusting. So on like my left lower back is the skunk and then up, towards my right breast is a is this is this um the stink clouds of the skunk with like right on my shoulder oh i bumped i bumped the mic i'm so oh, sorry you bumped, you bumped um oh. right on the shoulder is the rascal ink and it's just like this is such a cool way to use uh fabric as a canvas um so i signed up for her yearly hoodie club just to support and also get art and ah. uh Wait, that, hang on a second. Wait, hang on a second. The yearly hoodie club? Yeah, she's she makes a new design and sends it out every year. It's a it's a subscription to support an artist. It's like I think it's like eighty bucks, but expensive for a hoodie, but cheap if you pace it out over the course of a year and know that you're supporting a person who's doing cool shit. 
Yeah, you know, patron of the arts. Why not? And the other cool artist I met, um, I don't actually know how to pronounce the name, but it's spelled Z-A-B-E-T-H. So it's either Zabeth or Zabeth. I don't really know. Um, But their Instagram is that dot tattoo. Uh, They're a street artist that does tattoos as well as, uh, again, screen printed stickers, which is thrilling to me because I've never thought of screen printing onto paper. I always, I always think of it as a t-shirt thing, maybe mainly because I did that back in college, Mm. but she does just squeegees the ink onto stickers and they're dope. And they both, they both look rad and it gives it such an interesting texture when you touch the face of the sticker. It's just, I love seeing, I love seeing stuff like that. So that's just what I, what I've been up to lately and jazzed about just, you know, art. Hey, uh, speaking of the texture of stickers, do you remember uh, when we were about, you know, kindergarten era of our lives? Do you remember mm-hmm. puffy stickers? Yes. Uh, Lee and I were at a Goodwill and I got a bunch of tiny ones in um, my not fun work drawer. Yeah, I, I was clearing out a couple of uh, old Christmas ornaments because I've got just way too many. And a couple of them were Christmas ornaments I made when I was like yeah. in first grade. And I was like, what, whatever happened to all the puffy stickers? We just kept them with kids and that's not where they should be. Everyone should enjoy puffy stickers. Yeah. No, and they, they always felt so special. Yeah, it's because you could feel them. Yeah, because you can yeah. feel them. They're like little nubbins. It's great. Yeah. It's like and those. It's like those candy. Those like candy shapes that you put on cakes that to like spell happy birthday or like a Mickey Mouse face. Mm. It's, it's just it's just a rock hard hunk of sugar. But as a kid, you're you're like hell yeah, mm. let me crunch on that. Yeah, oh, I was very crunchy. Also, yeah. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. I've seen them at the supermarket. I haven't bought them, but oh. maybe that's because I'm an adult. But I'm also an adult, so I can buy them. You know, supermarket sheet cake is usually pretty reliable. Yeah. Uh, what I will tell you is almost every time I've gotten individual slice of cake at grocery store, hasn't been exciting. Hasn't hasn't lived up to the presentation. Have you tried making Evan out of it? I haven't. No, and I'm not going to, frankly. Okay, because I love a slice of supermarket cake. <laughs> it still brings me the same excitement. So... I have to assume you're just doing it wrong. Well, I'm a cake boy. You know this about me. I'm not. I'm not in it for the frosting, and uh, you know that's that's just how. One of the fun ways that makes us different as people. Well, that's where we get that odd couple energy that makes us uh, such a great podcast match. And let's get into our weird energies with the first question of the night, which is number twenty-six. Ooh, Connor. Hey, Connor. Yeah, man. If you were the god of something, what would you want it to be? <laughs> um, I, I, I've got to hold on to this in the uh, like potential space because obviously, in the span of when I begin recording and when we say goodbye in in this podcast, I am the god of odd. That's true. That's uh, true. But what would you want to be in addition? <laughs> yeah, outside of that, I wouldn't want anything super flashy or anything that comes with a lot of responsibility you know yeah. i don't want to be the god of lightning and then people are like oh man you fucked up my cousin the other week like what the hell man they were just out there with the umbrella 
I'm like, well, you'll figure out about a, like how, like metal and how it attracts electricity. I can't can't watch every single one of your simpleton yeah, cousins when they're out in and the rain. He's got a cool scar. Yeah, yeah. So you made him cooler. Now we can now we can talk to people more easily because yeah. he's got an opener. Or he could have just listened to this podcast and asked somebody if you were the god of something. What would you want it to be? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be uh, prayed to for like crops, and I don't want people getting mad at me because, like, one of my powerful natural accompaniments mm-hmm. ruined one of their cousins. Right. Uh, what I want to be is the god of good humor. Okay. Which is not to say necessarily like the god of comedy, because that but like, the, but the god of ice cream. And also, I also don't. Want, I, also, I also don't want to be the god of ice cream, um, uh, but uh, I would. I I do think that uh, people who run ice cream trucks, the good humor folks out there, yes. uh, they they could receive some benefit from my yeah. from my blessings. But it's just so, like th- that sense of, uh, like keeping a good sense of humor about things in general and like a convivial atmosphere and like the kind of fun that you can have in downtime. It's not like, you know, insult comic kind of humor. It's just like good, good vibes that help you get through hard times. God, I don't know. I don't know. I I know nothing about this character, but my brain just went Funky Kong as a god. <laughs> that Does this mean anything? Funky Kong, I, he has way too many explosives and missiles and weapons. Uh, I know primarily Funky Kong from DK64, and that dude hands out fucking bazookas. So no. Okay, not a god but, of good humor, but a god of good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's more okay. he's more like a good times like I'm not talking like a, a disco atmosphere, just like an easy nice evening, like a couple of drinks or a little toke if that's if one of those things are your things, you can you can find one of those at a gathering in my name. Yeah, just uh, just like that kind of like I'm riding it high. Yeah, whether that's whether again that's like the right level of drunk, a little little hit off of whatever you do, or just like I don't know, vibing with the friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I like that. I like. And that. I, I just don't think anybody could be really mad at me for anything if that's my job. If that's if you know if they they can't be like, oh man, I ruined. I don't have my good humor tonight or like, Oh no, that party went South. It's more like, I'm just there to make it better when it's good. I'm not there to keep it great all the friggin' time. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it does feel very Catholic of me or, or to me of you where it's like, wherever two of you gather in my <laughs> name, there I am. We're just like, wherever two bros are chilling, there I'll be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like wherever a handful of cool folks are kicking it like that's my jam you know leave leave one spot on the couch out for elijah just in case the god of good humor should happen to wander through town and and want to pop a squat for a little while that's very good um i am currently the god of ruining salem's night because she is screaming through the closed door right now and is super grumpy with me um but that's not what i want to be no 
I would like no, to be we, the inverse of that, but I also really like doing doing this podcast, so I'm not going to um, ascend to godhood and and hang out with a cat over over talking to you on the on the few times that I get to do that. Um, okay, so right now, God of making one particular cat very happy, it's attainable. It but is. You have more ambition is. than that. I do. Um, I think I think the God that I want to be. It's kind of a nebulous idea, but I want to be like a god of the last push, Ooh. where it's like you really need that kind of like a slap on the back or the butt if you play sports. That that kind of like little oomph, like whether it's you know getting the courage to tell tell the person at the bar that they're cute, or it's like oh man, I really got to give this speech, but I'm super nervous. Just like you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get it done, or just that kind of. Like, oh, I'm really tired, but I don't want to do this. But I'll get if I get it done, I'm done with it. That little last wind that kind of coasts you towards your goal. I would love to be that god. Like whether you your ship, you know, reaches reaches an island safely or is torn asunder. I'm sorry, I'm just the wind. I don't control your route, but just giving you that that ability to take the chance, I think, is the the god that I would like to be. Okay. All right. So, uh, as I'm thinking about that, like, I could nail that down as like the god of effort, but that seems like way no. more of a job than you're looking for. And frankly, you don't strike me as the god of giving an enormous shit all the time. Oh heavens, no! So I think what what made me think of this was how Moynihan the the way that he always sums me up is. I've never met anybody who can go, hi, I'm Evan, like you, where it's just like that one little situation where I am willing to put myself out there and, you know, talk to a stranger and do a whole thing, even though I don't fucking want to do that, but it's kind of what's got to be done. Maybe it's the, the oldest, the oldest sibling and cousin in me where it's like, well, somebody has got to have the responsibility, but I'm also a helpful dude and want other people to succeed in their wants and desires. Not to sound like, I don't know, a fucking loser who cares about people like, like a nerd, but I don't know. I think it's great to put yourself out there and try things. And I, I just, I want to give people that little bit of bravery. Yeah. But not okay. through booze, <laughs> maybe through booze, but like, I'm not Dionysus over here. I mean, yeah, you, you, the, the God of, the good bounce works in mysterious ways and you utilize all tools. If that means like a little liquid courage, that's then that's your like good start. Deep and, breath, a look from a loved one. There's, there's a lot of yeah. ways to get that, that kind of courage is the, is the only word that's coming, coming to my brain. It's Lee, Lee and I were, were talking, talking about it there. English is such a limited language when it comes to nebulous ideas. Cause what's a, what's a word for a lack of desire to do something? Apathy. I don't think that's accurate though. Like, I think it is actually, I think lack of desire to do something or no, it's not. Cause that's not, that's just not caring about something at all, but yeah. But like, uh, I act, like, like I, I, I actively don't want to do something. How's that summed up in a word? Resistant. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm okay. gonna call myself God of the Last Push. But you're also you're also the first push. 
I feel like it's finishing up and also just getting started. Yeah. Hmm. God of the nudge. Because I feel God like... God of the nudge. I feel That's, yeah. yeah. It's just that little, little like push just at the start and that last little extra gasp that you need to get over the finish line. Yeah, I the 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 nudge the nudge is is the right is the right thing and it fits yeah. with the 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 slap on the back that kind of gets you gets you where you're going. Okay. I'd like to be the god of moving on to the next question now if that's cool with you god of odd. <laughs> uh, it's it is within your grasp. I cannot deny you. Heck yeah. Uh we are one point away from being nice. Instead, I will ask you question number 68. Almost oh, no. nice. Oh no, we had this on the podcast already. Oh. Okay. So the question that it would have been is what was something from childhood TV that scared the hell out of you? But that was in our Halloween episode. Oh, so, that's why it didn't get yeah. taken off the master. Yeah, I goofed it. I goofed it. I'm the god of goofing. Oh, done goof. Okay. I, I am a pantheon in and of myself. <laughs> All right. I'm going to just move down one and ask you. What is your favorite mononym? Oh, uh, in the likes of Madonna. And the exact opposite of Jesus H. Christ, who has uh, extra names. Yes. My answer is no clarifying questions, but that is exactly correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, listen, speaking of the ambiguities of english you can't just expect people to know what mononym means well pull out a dictionary do i look like a person i don't know i don't look like anything this is audio unless you're watching this on a social media then you see my face speaking of which i realized today before getting started i need to think about what shirt i wear during recording now (laughs) how about that look at you moving up in the world Wow. Unless unless you're one of those listeners who's just listening. Uh you're obviously yeah. my favorites. You're you're way better, way better than the people on TikTok. Uh those people and like like are they even real fans? Well, uh regardless. Do you know, do you know what your favorite mononym is at this point? My favorite mon- I don't. I don't my my good sir. Okay. Give me give me some vamping time. No, that's to- that's totally fair. I It's got to be Prince, but when he was the symbol because no one could fucking pronounce it. <laughs> Cuz like Prince moved from a mononym to a mononym that you can't pronounce. He's still like no, I'm not. I'm not going to use the name. Could keep all my songs though. So you're still going to have to refer to me as as the artist formerly known as Prince. So I still get all of that groundwork that you're trying to steal from me. Hey, you know what? Fuck you. Prince was just really cool and wrote a lot of really good music. Mm. So I just I love the the fucking fuck you energy that he had. And like to also to be able to rock the name Prince. And not get looked, not get looked at sideways. Or just like everyone's like, oh yeah, Prince, he was amazing. Of course. Oh yeah. No, and and he could the he could be king if he wanted, but no, he was he was Prince. He was and honestly that's still better. Comfortable with that. Yeah. No, the fact that 
I mean, it, it it's one thing to be able to pull off Prince. It's another thing to say the artist formerly known as Prince and no one's like, what a weird fucking dude. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I don't know how to pronounce that symbol. He hasn't said how to pronounce that symbol. (laughs) He's never going to say how to pronounce that symbol. I'm not going to say the symbol artist because everyone's going to be like, what? When I go, oh, you know, it's what Prince is now called. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Prince. Brilliant. He's just brilliant. It's the the perfect mononym. Yeah. It it it. takes takes some real stones. I've been inspired by your musical and all i could think of was musicians for modernems uh except for buddha uh who yeah, who is a pretty strong choice i think for this category no I, I would give you that but he's also the buddha and That's that ambiguity true. it's not not a true mononym i might argue i right. might even argue that prince is the artist formerly known as prince is a nononym it's almost not it's like antithetical yeah. to names. Yeah, but it's also like I'm. I'm also referencing the symbol that you can't reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and it's Prince. So it's even Prince. even if even if you're going to take the symbol away from Prince, also counts for modern M. I'm gonna go with <laughs> Bowie. Okay, Bowie is is my favorite modern M. I think uh, one because also fantastic music, um, an icon in so many different ways. But because in my head, it's the only mononym that occurred to me that came with a little tune. Okay. <laughs> a little, it little jingle in your brain. Yeah. It wasn't just Bowie. It was Bowie. Oh. Is that the Flight of the Concords? It's very much Flight of the Concords. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. And so my my by all rights my primary reference to Bowie should not be the Flight of the Concord song, Bowie in Space, but it is. It's it's front and center. And there's so much more to appreciate about Bowie than just a couple of jamokes who made a song about Bowie being in space. Uh, but that's that's how my brain works. That's totally fair. That works. That works. Um, I know I had other answers when I created this question, but uh, one non-music one that I can think of is Link. You don't got a last name. He's just That's Link. That's true. That's a fact. Yeah. He was, he was pretty close to being my answer, but Symbol Prince is better. Symbol Prince is better. Four... Oh my God! All right, so cl- talk about classics. You told me that you had an update to this when something like this came up on a previous podcast. So I am waiting for you to deliver, Connor, because Uh-oh. if you could have any animal, any size as a pet, what is it? Are you are you are you going to do it? Are you going to resurrect Lucifer on this podcast? <laughs> is Lucifer coming back to life? Oh, um, I do love me a Lucifer. Lucifer, I think, in my mind, this spiritual genesis of this podcast was this discussion, this question in particular. We spent, spent two hours, I think. I think it was it was at it was at the orthodontist, right? When, yeah. when my then then girlfriend was getting her wisdom teeth out. 
Yeah, and we were hanging out in the waiting room and passing the time and uh, took two hours to discuss the logistics and benefits of owning a peregrine falcon the size of a dragon. I thought it was a horse. <laughs> Lucifer got bigger in the in the years. <laughs> I remember Lucifer being enormous. Okay, all right. Real all right. big fucking bird. And about how uh, I would inspire fear primarily. And that was that would be mostly how Lucifer uh, maintains supremacy in airspace, uh, because Lucifer is gonna need to hunt. I can't I can't oh feed that bird. No, can't feed can't. that bird. Uh, it's I gonna have. Wish to you be... could feed that bird, but it's also gonna be cheaper to just let it hunt. Uh, it's it's gonna be picking up deer uh, if we're lucky, but probably quite a lot of cows, if we're being yeah. honest. Yeah, I gotta think a lot of livestock. They're not they're not fast moving. And a per- peregrine falcon is one of, if not the fastest birds, right? It is the fastest creature on the face of the earth, short of human beings and in a jet plane. And you want uh, it to be the size of a dragon. A dragon. As your pet. Real big fuck off bird. I does does Lucifer like others? No. Or is it just you? No, just me. Just I you? think okay. I think I have a very very tenuous control over Lucifer. <laughs> Holding the rain with both hands. <laughs> uh yeah. Um we we went into such detail about like I'm going to need to financially support this bird. Yeah. Hunting's yes, not going to do all of it. Uh, I'll no. sell the feathers. They'll be enormous. People will want feathers from this outrageously large bird. Yep, I remember you were also going to be, as far as your PR went, you were going to be uh, giving children rides on your bird, I think, if I remember correctly. Yep, to try and smooth out all of the missing livestock. He's like, hey, but look, look, it's good for the community. Look at all the the spirits of these these children that are now happier because of my dragon-sized peregrine falcon. Don't look at your cows. How can, how can you deny the children their fun? Uh, please don't, please don't take my bird, U.S. government. <laughs> he will fight you. Yeah, I think so. My update uh, for enormous bird, giant it's, bird. It's mostly just enormous bat instead, because I have since pondered the nature of birds okay. a little bit more and realized. Uh, we just have so little ability to connect with a bird. Yep. You look in the eyes of a bird, and I see nothing that I can resonate with. Just, they're they're dinosaurs. Just squawk, just empty squawk. There's just nothing but squawk in those heads. Also, you hate bird pets. And well, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Lucifer would hardly be a bird pet. <laughs> Uh, it would, like I said, tenuous control. It would be a working partnership. Would allow me to hang around him, maybe. <laughs> uh, and that's the thing is that I, I don't, I don't think that I would ever get close with Lucifer. Okay. I think it would be a, it would be a business partnership mostly. Okay, but instead, but a bat. But Lucifer, a bat. the dragon-sized bat. Is it a special kind of bat? Uh, you know, I love bats but I don't know a whole lot of anything about bat species. I know there are vampire bats and there are fruit bats. 
Yep. A lot of insect bats. Um, I can tell you, um, can I tell you? I'm pretty confident that the short-tailed bat in New Zealand uh, mostly hops around on the ground. Doesn't do a lot of flying. It can. It certainly does. But okay. uh, when it's uh, looking for, for insect snacks, hops around on the ground more. Just more That's advantageous when there's not a whole lot of predators on the ground. That's cute. I like it. So what's your relationship with your bat friend like? Are oh. you actually going to be bros? or like? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Is he going to let you snuggle in his fur? Fur. You know, that on that very basic element, we can relate. Just the fact that we both have hair. That's the start of any friendship. Yeah. We'll be, we'll, we snuggle up nice. Like I, I can find places to scratch and I won't need to worry about finding a surprise cloaca somewhere. I, uh, I just, I feel so much. Oh my God. I, why did you put that thought in my brain? I know. I That's know. A, oh boy. I just don't know my way around a bird, but I'm pretty sure I understand the working, the basic physiology of a bat. Yeah. Those parts will be familiar to me as a mammal. Yeah, let's make sure that your bat isn't a giant, like, insect-eating bat, though, because we'll need to mutate giant mosquitoes, and that's just a bad time. I think I read a Junji Ito about that once. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's giant fruit. Way easier. Yeah. So far, far, far fewer complaints, I think, if you let your giant bat go out and eat fruit in the woods. Yes. And, you know, uh, Lucifer the bat could finally find me a pawpaw. Ah, yes, you could get your pawpaw. And you can still give charity rides to the kiddos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's very good. And that's still good. easy, convenient flying. So, I've been very torn with my answer. Hmm. Because I remember your original answer to this one. Yes, and it is no, it is no longer Judy, the gorilla. Just because I was really into Doctor McNinja at the time. That was a good. That was a good phase of life. Doctor McNinja was. was fantastic. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad it has come to an end. But it was it was it was fun for what it was. Mm -hmm. um, but part of me wants to be a smartass and choose something like a snipe. Just some sort of fictitious animal. I like I could I could I could have Lucifer the dragon sized dragon you know, if I wanted like any animal, any size, any pet. Um, but no, I'm going to, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to, uh, say the answer that allows me to say a pun. And I would have a little pygmy monkey with a little skull cap, you know, a little like, like new England fisherman knitted cap on mm -hmm. his head. He would hang out in, in the hood of my hoodie and I would call him wrench. He's my little monkey wrench. That's so dumb. And adorable. Yeah. Truly adorable. I would Is it is it wrong to want a pet that you would love and care for if only for the pun ability? I don't want to be right. I don't want the answer. Because I'm just Amen. gonna I'm I'm just gonna do it. Because this is I can have any animal, any size, any pet. Now I want now, my little monkey wrench. <laughs> uh, speaking of neither any of us are dads, size. but we really like puns. Yeah, uh, you know, we we just have human souls, I suppose. 
I guess. Uh, Sorry, you were saying before I rudely cut you off, sir. Yeah, uh, any animal, any size. Are you picking a monkey that is already the size of monkey that you want? Or are you going to take a monkey that's big and make it smaller? Or a monkey that's smaller and make it? Bigger. Oh my god! Just take a little sea monkey and then just bring it out of it out of no, its water no, and is, just learn no. that they are not actually monkeys. Yeah, no, I am positive that wouldn't go well. You would be very disappointed with the result. What, what the fuck is a krill? Oh, there's so many legs. Oh, it's clicking. God, <laughs> put it back. No, no amount of hats, no amount of hats could save this. No, no, I'll just take a little, little. I feel like there are pig, pygmy monkeys. Like there are teacup pigs. I feel like there are naturally small mammalians that For I sure. could chill with. And like, I don't know. I really like bananas. I don't mind. I don't mind giving giving a little bit of my my afternoon snack to my buddy. He's chilling in my hood. Also, I want him to be super small so he doesn't bite my face off because that would be a really bad time and why I have no desire for an exotic pet because all of those fuckers can bite your fucking face off. That's true. That's true. The only thing that guarantees they're not going to do that. Friendship. Friendship. Yep. And That'll lot, save you a from lot of banana wild animal. Just be, just be very friendly towards the wild animal and it won't bite your face off. I promise. I need to just like edit in one of those fast talking lawyer ads where it's like the answer is a lemon is not a legally a legally advisable podcast and you shouldn't do this kind of stuff. But we don't need to do that because it's common sense. I, I mean, yeah. if you have the common sense to think that friendship is going to save you from a wild animal, just biting your face off unless you fucking have the heart ring from goddamn Captain, Captain Planet. Planet. Yep, exactly. Kind of deserve where you're coming from. But, yeah, uh, or if you take my advice on uh, face bitings, don't have any expertise in that area. Yeah, like here's the thing. They say that if a cat bites you and breaks the skin, you got to go to a hospital right away because like there's something wrong with the cat because cats don't do that and like cat like saliva is apparently really not good for you. Do you know how many fucking times Diego bites me in the face and breaks skin all the fucking time? You know why? Cause I've always got my face up in his business and I deserve to get smacked or bit or clawed. Like I, I this is the relationship with that. I entered with this boy and it is the only means of communication that he has to say, Hey, fucking stop. Because he does start with the little like, Meh. Or like the little nibbles, and then when I still have him mushed up against my face because he's so fucking cute, he chomps, and I can't blame him for that. No, that's that's you asking for that. Yeah. It sounds and like. So it just, just accept that your actions have consequences. But yeah, also, I... he's so fucking cute. I love that <sighs> little boy. <laughs> uh, I will tell you, I, I I try to hold compassion in my heart for people and their uh, various mistakes and ills, but I do hold a lot of schadenfreude for people who mess around with wild animals when they just clearly shouldn't. And I'm yeah. not talking like somebody stumbled onto a bear. Oh, no. That's oh, yeah, no, that. that's, that's fucked up. Also, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lie down. If it's white, you're probably fucked. Yeah, it's cold. You, you, what are you doing? I don't think there's any way to fight a polar bear. I think they just win. Uh, polar bear wins, I would say. Uh, go for the snoot. Maybe. 
I don't know. Yeah, black ba- black bears get all big and scary. Brown bears, they'll come back for you, and then you can fucking book it when they leave. At least that's what I that's what I what I remember from like being a kid. Then I again, think that's how much of that shit's right. <laughs> I think that's pretty accurate. I think you start off by uh, just trying not to engage with them in general. Don't take yeah. my bear advice. I don't really know what I'm talking about. But what I will tell you is that if you do try to play dead because a brown bear is not taking, like, not leaving you alone, be prepared to get batted around for a little while because there's a pretty good chance they're going to check to see how dead you are. And you better fucking get your Grammy juice pumping through your veins because you might need to give a very convincing performance. Oh, that's a ter- that's a terrifying nightmare that I'm gonna have tonight. Oh, I didn't know they did that. I thought they just like snuffled leaves on top of you to to protect you from like others finding their their soon to be dinner. You know, there's a a range of intelligence amongst your average bears, and uh, like I think it's still the best advice. And also, keep my fingers crossed. Actually, based on based on that, is it better? Or worse to come across Yogi Bear because he's smarter than your average bear, but he also prefers picnic baskets. Uh, he's he's pretty sapient. I don't think you've got too much to worry about him compared to any human being for the most part. Okay. Now Boo Boo, on the other hand, I don't trust that fuck. That's a, a second savage little little guy. Yeah, yeah. I get strong Chihuahua vibes of like yeah. that. Oh, you think you think I'm not a threat? Well, I better prove it to you before you can look at me a second time. Anyway, uh, yes. yeah. So I had like probably three months straight of Google's uh, algorithms suggesting to me somebody touched a bison again. It didn't go well. And I'd click it every single time and be <laughs> like, did you die? Ah, good. Okay. In that case, you dumb fuck. Don't touch the bison. <laughs> I have been, I've driven through Yellowstone and I've had a bison like, a yard away from my car yeah. I didn't get out and I can tell you there are so many human being instincts that kick in when you're near a creature that large you've really got to deny your own wisdom to go okay. touch it yeah just just fucking millennia of ancestral don't it big don't it it's so big it's so big horn big I big not happy look we, Fuzz, we were not fuzzy enough when we drove across the country, we uh, did check out the Badlands in South Dakota, and we did not see the buffalo or bison, whatever they were, up close. But far away, you're like, oh, that's a big guy. And apparently Leah's um, folks who were a little, you know, 30 to 60 minutes behind us, they were they were stopped by them crossing. It's just like big fucking bovine, just, just moseying, just doing their thing. So fucking big. You know what else is big? A big deal. Our last question of the night. We're already at it, dude. Oh. You believe it? Oh. Really burning through it. Yeah. Oh, I got to roll a die. Shit. <laughs> yeah, remember how that's your job. Yep. Oh, it is a classic. Man, it is all classics tonight. Hmm. Hey, Connor, what's the worst thing you have ever eaten? So this is this is my go-to question when I am at meetings, meeting a new person, engaging with strangers around. 
Uh, people usually do get a kick out of this question, and I love finding out what weird shit people have put in their mouths. So my answer is, has been, and remains, again, maybe I have a lot of life left in me, let's hope, knock knock, um, that I do, and we'll see if this changes. But as of right now, the worst thing that I have ever eaten is pickled pig's feet, which... Oh, so much connective tissue. Yep, so I was in college and my roommate came in he goes evan evan guess what i bought i'm like i don't know tom what'd you get and for some reason he got right up centrally in my ear and just went pickled pig's feet (laughs) to which my response was can i try some because my thought process in that brief span of time was oh my god that's so fucking gross why would you do that hey wait Tom just spent money on pickled pig's feet. Therefore, there are pickled pig's feet within my vicinity. I have never had pickled pig's feet before. I should try a thing. I'm yeah. going to ask Tom if I can try pickled pig's feet. When am I going to get this chance again? This exactly. Is, it, it looks like a gross jar of, of pork toes. In reality, it's a golden opportunity. Just... I love trying new things, even if I don't like them, because I tried a new thing. And then, hey, sometimes I get a story out of it that I can tell on a podcast, so like this one, which is dope. Um, but yeah, so, like I'm tell sure me about the experience of it. What was I, it? What was it like? I'm sure it's pleasant for others, but it was not for me. So, um, I did, I did have it like like a little like a little snacky on a Ritz cracker or a saltine, you know, some, some form of dry, crispy bread. Uh, and I took a big old chomp out of that bad boy. And then it was just immediate vinegar. I love me some vinegar, but it was like the Vlasic green pickle vinegar flavor that you're getting while then you're getting all of that acrid flavor as you're chewing on, as you said, cartilage, which in this experience was very spongy because it had absorbed a ton of vinegar and brine. So you just kind of chew in that and you're getting the worst fatty bacon flavor that you've ever had mixed in with the pickle. And it's just, it was not it. It's like things that I all like separately, but you put mm. them together and you're just like, this ain't it, bruh. Yeah. You got a pretty high tolerance for food eccentricities. Yeah, I, I'm 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 very fortunate that I am not a textural person. Um, mm. Texture doesn't wig me out, so I can I can stomach a lot of stuff that just kind of doesn't do it for people. Uh, but that flavor combination was was not pleasant. I did swallow it. I ate the whole thing, but I didn't go back for seconds. <laughs> so wait, so hang on, did you? Did you eat a, a whole pig's foot? Oh, not a whole trotter. No, God, God, no. It's just like a bit that fit on a cracker. God, gotcha. like you don't. I mean, I guess you could just like hand fruit it if you really wanted to. That's what but I was that's, imagining. That's not what I was. I was after. It was like I don't know if it came pre-sliced from from the butchers, or if uh, Tom cut a hunk off for me. I don't. I don't ask questions. I'm a man. Uh, I just kind of accepted my fate and rolled with it. And um, 
again, I'm very glad I've tried it. I have no desires to go back for it ever mm-hmm. again. But, but you know, it, it sounds to me like not only did you have pickled pig's feet, which is going to be a variety of challenges, it sounds like it wasn't particularly good pickled pig's foot. Couldn't tell you. It might have been the best goddamn pickled pig's feet uh, in Massachusetts at the time. <laughs> I I don't know from Adam. It just it mm. wasn't it wasn't it for me. But it stays in my heart as a very fond memory, which take that for what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad that you chow down on uh, little piggies, little piggies, so that you could tell yeah. us about it. Much prefer pigs in a blanket. Just give me them little sausages and biscuits. Mm. New Year's is coming up. Time to make appetizers. Yeah. Uh, but that's enough about me. What are you putting in your old mouth place? Well, you know, your tolerance for weird food things is so high <laughs> that you were there when I ate this particular oh. thing. <laughs> I'm going to go with, it was raw squid, right? Ah, yes. Yeah, raw squid that came, it just had, I mean, like, first off, there was nothing rewarding about the the flavor at all to me. Okay. It it wasn't, like, gag me with a spoon nasty, but. Uh, So just, uh, just. For for setting the scene, Connor and I were at one of those uh, roto sushi sushi places. Yeah, yeah. Sushi and we got train. the little, you know, the little like squid sushi where it's just the the rice with the. What's the head of a squid called? The tube part that gets cut up into calamari. Boy, I don't know, man. Uh, squid. <laughs> I yeah. just call that, that part the, the not the part tentacle the part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there was anyway. The... Sorry, your story. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you tell me if I'm wrong. Do you remember anything really all that memorable about the, about the flavor? It tasted like not a whole lot of much. Like no, sort of fishy, but not not really all that strong. Not as it bad as the... other fish I've had. Yeah, it wasn't even overwhelmingly fishy. Um, I remember it having like a little bit, like a like like a white fish, like just a step above white fish amount of fishiness like i wouldn't even get into like the fishiness of a salmon but it mm. did have a little bit of the saltiness but that also might have been the soy sauce yeah. um no i remember i remember the squid being a more textural experience than a flavor experience yep yep evan and i tried it at the same time and looked across the table at each other at the same moment because the first thing that happened when we had the raw squid there was a snap that I if wasn't expecting. If you've ever had a natural casing hot dog, you know exactly what this experience was. Yep. And I like that in a hot dog. <laughs> Did not <laughs> so, care for it when it came to raw squid. It, it Connor's wife and uh, sister, just like their necks snapped to us when we just like made this very strong eye contact of, oh, dude, you experiencing this right now? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm glad you were there with me on yeah, that dark uh, day. I, I, and this is fun because it's a dark day for you. And I'm thinking about this, like, I, I could probably try another one. I would, it's been no. a while. I, I, I don't remember it well it enough. It hasn't even been a year. Yeah. Cause I remember, I remember it had a little bit of creaminess to it as you chewed. Mm. I, yeah. I also remember it had, I don't know if it was sinew or something, or it's like part that kept the caps structure but there was there was a tough bit there was a tough bit that didn't break down no matter how much you chewed for that yeah it was very chewy yeah oh 
And, like, yeah. If, if and like there yeah. were there were bits and pieces of different degrees of chewiness within it. It wasn't just like a gummy bear that was taking too long to go down. Yeah. There were some some pieces of it would pass and then there was a harder, more chewy piece left behind. And on top of that, another layer of yet chewier still bit of squid. Yeah. Oh man, that that sea animal that is just the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Now I, I I will tell you I really like this question. Um, yeah. Because most people have a pretty good answer to it, but also I, because I think so. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Mr. Lovett from high school. He was uh, he was only there I think freshman year for us, but he was the ski coach at that time. Uh, was he the weird history nerd guy? The little I, the little I, the little dude. Yeah, I think glasses. I think that's that's probably accurate. Yes, uh, I remember. I remember who this is. Carry on. Anyway, he had some very good, disgusting things that he had eaten stories. Oh, uh, nice. My two favorites were frog related. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've got this right. Um, he had had frog le- frog legs. Not all that exotic. Not really yeah. all that exciting. They're good. He had also. <laughs> This was this was high school, and I hope I'm not the tale isn't getting taller in the telling. But I'm pretty sure he ate a frog's heart. Cool. As well as a frog's blood cocktail. Oh, that's interesting. I've had like blood pudding when I visited Ireland. Sure, that was good. Yeah, I that yeah, well yeah. enough. Yeah, um, blood pudding's all right. Like it, it's a little different, but it's solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, frog's blood in a cocktail. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could like like you're the first one to say that alcohol kills anything that'll kill you. Uh, you know, I, I shouldn't say that so much anymore, <laughs> honestly, uh, because it turns out in my eggnog making research, uh, it takes forty eight hours for the concentration of alcohol in eggnog to actually work its magic. Whoops. So. You know, when you talk about like, hey, could I try your beer? Ah, I've got a cold. Ah, the beer will take care of it. That ain't true. That is not true. That's a lie. Look at us learning things, sharing information to the masses, all two of them. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is true. um, At beer concentration, there's no pathogen known to humanity that can survive. But it's not like Germex instantaneous. It takes a little while to kick it. Yeah, it's it's that same thing of of you know cook your stuff to one sixty five, kill everything instantly, or kill, cook it all to one sixty and then wait a minute. Yeah. So, okay. The while we're still on this question, one of my favorite answers to this one was of a from a friend of a friend, and his answer is so mundane. His the worst thing he's ever eaten is coleslaw. He oh, hates cabbage. Come on. He hates mayonnaise. That's a fair fucking answer, though. Like, two things that you really don't like and they're mushed together into one item? Yeah, that would be either double, if not greater, than the sum of its parts. Okay, like, no, you're right. You're right. I, I can good, understand. It's a good answer. It's it's a boring answer, no offense, but it's a good one. It's and at least I have the appreciation for it. Yeah, and, and I could see, you know, it, it teaches you a little something, something about about that person, about their their food preferences. Just goes to show you, listener, all answers are valid. 
That's right. And no qualifying questions. And no qualifying we, questions. Ooh, new new tagline, new unofficial tagline. All answers are valid and no no qualifying questions. Yeah. No ants, just periods. Yep. I like that. That's fun. Uh but yeah, no, I don't really got I don't really got much much else tonight to say. I've got I'm all I'm all out of questions. Don't don't look at the hundred and twenty five cell spreadsheet in front of me. Um, you got anything else you wanna you wanna include on this there, uh, bad boy? Yeah, man. Did I ever ask you how the heck you're doing? Yeah, I talked about artists because ah, uh, good. I asked good. I asked good. how I've good. been. I'm like, go check out, go check out random random people that I've met because apparently that's how my brain works. Don't talk about Evan. Evan doesn't want to talk about Evan. All right, let's leave Evan behind and check in with Evan again next time. Cool. If you want to check it in with us in the meantime, uh, we are active on social media. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, I guess. YouTube, YouTube is the thing we have. Find us on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, all of them are the answer is 11. Check us out. Shoot us an answer. We'll maybe respond, probably. I need. <laughs> well, yeah, very strong chance. I need the, I need the validation. I, I answer everything. I don't answer most things. I answer I, actual like questions and like comments, not just the spam stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My brain. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to get your own answers, questions answered by the God of odd himself, you can send Connor an email at lemon answers at gmail.com. No, I was going to get it this time. I swear. What was it? Connor? Lemon answers at gmail.com. There we go. Um, yeah. That's all we got. Uh, you didn't have to listen all the way to the end, but you did, and we appreciate cool. it. Otherwise, um, love you. Bye. Yeah.